Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We're glad you're with us, John Morris, Brooke Bednars. And, Brooke, we are with a man that is proudly wearing purple. And we are proud. And you're wearing purple. I am. I wore purple for him Very today. nice. And I only I, own two things that are purple. So I, I own nothing purple. I'll say <laughs> that. But I went as neutral as I could with a Big 12 Now shirt today. But the man wearing purple is now former Baylor basketball associate head coach Jerome Tang, named this week the new head coach at Kansas State. Woo-hoo. Coach, Yay. welcome. Appreciate it. Really happy for you. Man, I'm, I'm so excited. It's such a blessing and um, just just couldn't be more excited to be a Wildcat. Thanks for your time. I can't imagine. you got to have a lot of things going on right now. There, there are a lot of things going on, but this was really important to be able to thank you know, the Baylor family, and um, which I'll always be a part of. Sure, and you will. Make no mistake about that. I saw you earlier this week. You were coming down the hallway of the Simpson building, and you were kind of – looked like you were going office to office and saying bye and saying thanks to everybody. Yeah, just one – everyone know how much I appreciate my time here and the relationships that we have. And, uh, you know, I'll be somewhere else, but, you know, we're always family. Well, I'd say you're the epitome of – what it meant to be a Baylor Bear, what it means, um, what it means to live out that joy. I mean, it's contagious. Uh, I was telling someone this morning that we're going to miss you because you do the devotionals at the all staff meetings. And I know I'm going to miss that, but uh, (laughs) Kansas State couldn't be any luckier to be having you join their team. Yeah, very much so. My my uh, read or reaction when people say it is, I really hate to see you go, and you know that, but I'm more so excited for you yes. to get a head coaching job. So that overrides our disappointment of losing you here. 100%. And, and to be able to, you know, your first head coaching job in college to be in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, how conference, about that? The best basketball conference in America. Yeah. And, you know, go up against some of the best uh, coaches in the country and, you know, with an opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament, you know, and um, play in front of some great fans. And the fan base has been unbelievable uh, in Manhattan's already, and I just can't wait to get there and um, get this thing rolling. Good. All right. It, it, like I said, it has to have been a whirlwind for you. Walk us through. Unfortunately, you're not coaching Baylor right now preparing to go to the Sweet 16, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, that run came to an end Saturday. But take us through the weekend and, and any time before that, maybe how all this transpired. Well, um, We, uh, in the Big 12 tournament, after um, Kansas State lost, it was announced mm-hmm. that, you know, Bruce the next day would resign. And um, and then shortly after that, there was some contact made. And 
you know, some dialogue. And uh, I had asked if we can wait to really, really meet um, till after, you know, we finished our first two rounds. And then Saturday in itself, how about that roller coaster? Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 30 minutes of what the heck. <laughs> and then 10 minutes of just unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I mean, one turnover and a bucket <laughs> away from the greatest comeback in NCAA tournament history, you know, and just the, the toughness, the resilience of our guys and, you know, watching them leave it all out there. And everybody said, you know, you know, you feel bad that day, but the next day you're going to feel even worse, you know, because now you see the other teams playing and you realize and, and you know, that, that was the case. But I woke up the next morning and I had four people, five people coming to my house, <laughs> you know, to do an interview. Yeah, no time and to so settle. That, yeah, there wasn't any time to, to do that, you know, and um, the guys came to my house on Sunday and we had a great time together and we prayed. I Ray and I prayed. For God to give us peace and clarity and and God, as he always does, you know, just came through and mm-hmm. uh, the time uh, Gene Taylor is just an unbelievable man. Um, I, there's a great trust and belief that I have in him and he has in me. And it was clear and there was a connection there. And um, I'm just I, I'm, I'm blessed to, to be working with the man I'm going to be working with and four and so that that it was just just awesome man just three hours of you know talking basketball and life and developing young men and you know just just how do you embracing the community and just just everything that that they're looking for and it's not something that i have to manufacture you know it's it's just who we are and what we do here and you know just live life together and, and you know love people and and so it was it was great and it at the end, I don't think they were, he was supposed to, but, um, he said, I want you to be my coach. Wow. How about that? And I believe in you and I trust you. And for a man to look you in the eyes and tell you that he believes in you and he trusts you and he knows you're going to be successful. Um, man, it's nothing like it, nothing like it. And, um, so I, I was excited. I didn't know what to do with the hug, or the, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's still some logistics, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, like, that has to be taken care of. But um, when they left, Ray and I had a great peace, and and we still do. And it's a whirlwind right now, but you know, God, God, God showed up, and um, and so I'm, I'm I'm super excited. Wow. Well, we were going back and reminiscing on the time here uh, with the Sikkim podcast, although that hasn't been that long ago. Uh, we did get to visit with you once or twice on the podcast before. Uh, once, I think, was inside the bubble. Right. Once before before that, just to kind of hear your story and how you got to Baylor. And uh, we recalled the, the meal that you had with <laughs> Coach Drew and, and what that was like. Uh, so we have the audio of that. But I do want to um, kind of g- going back to that and, and thinking about that moment because you had been at Heritage Christian for 10 years. And so it was a big step to decide to make that change and to do something else and, you know, trust God that Baylor was where you were supposed to be. And now here you are 19 years later and you're making another big change. So I want to hear when you were going through this process, when and at what point were you like, this is it, it, my time at Baylor is now is 
you know, we've, we've done the things we've done and it's time for this next step and kind of what kind of led you to the process with you and your family that, you know, this is time for you to be the head coach and, and to be able to do that for the Wildcats. Um, well, at Heritage, there was just a clear message from God that I was going to be moving. I didn't know where. Um, and it was easy to pick Baylor. Ray and I actually, uh, Sunday morning, we said, I reminded her how easy it was mm-hmm. to pick Baylor. Right? There was, and I would just, God, we need this to be easy. It's like, you know, decisions that are led by God, a, a calling on your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a clear thing. God God doesn't operate in confusion. Yeah, it opens the doors. Yes, and so I've always wanted to be a head coach. And um, our pastor this year, um, Pastor Chuck at Glory Bell, you know, he challenged us to put these cards of write something that God has done for you in the past as a testimony for other people to read and to feel really great about you know and that, and they can then trust god for something in their life and then he challenged us to put a a prayer request and be very specific and on my i wrote i want to be a head coach and i stopped and then i said in a power five conference mm. uh, i wrote it I, like i thought it i was mm. i didn't want to yeah. write it but then i wrote it down and i put it on the wall and so as the season was coming to an end and jobs are coming available and people are calling I would tell Ray who called and she would always say, uh, she asked me one time, was it a power five conference? And I remember saying no about it. She goes, well, cause you know, you wrote on the card mm-hmm. power five conference. <laughs> so the, it was a Sunday we went to church and we went and found the wall and found our card and sure it said power five conference. And I remember telling, uh, Scott and Mac as things were becoming available and they asked me about different places and, and I said, hey, on my prayer card, I wrote Power Five Conference. And so they were, were settled. And so, you know, um, then that Sunday, even Sunday morning, I was, there was still some nervousness. There's still some, you know, God, I, I need clarity. And But when those group of men, you know, Casey and, and Josh and Kenny and, and Gene Taylor came in, and they sat down and got to talking to me and we started just interacting there was just this peace that you had and and um you just knew you knew it was right that's tremendous Mm -hmm. so the card it sounds an awful lot like coach brooks vision board yes Uh, right yeah yeah which is very prominent in in the program correct yeah correct uh you know having a vision board writing it down you know it's just it's it's i mean just Habakkuk tutu says uh write the vision and make it clear you know, and, uh, and you know, I challenge everybody that's listening, man, you know, whatever it is that you want, whatever it is that, you know, you, you got to write it down. You got to get make yourself a vision board. And, and if you'll write it down and it's there for you to think about and pray about and focus on, you know, God will open the door. And trust that it'll happen. Yes. You've had other opportunities before. You know, you've talked to other schools before. What is it about this one, this position at this time that makes this one right? Well, he gets to come back and see us. <laughs> That's a good point. On a regular basis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, the, no, the truth is, this they wanted me. Right? There are a lot of places that I thought I wanted. Right. Right? And um, But God in his wisdom and his grace 
and just how he loves us, he, he closed the doors on those and allowed me to be a part of two Big 12 championships and a national championship. That had I gone to a place that I thought I wanted to be at, I would have missed out on that. Mm-hmm. And so he allowed me to experience that and then said, now, I'm going to give you a place where you can repeat, go be another Big 12 champion. You can build a national championship. You know, and uh, so the truth is that those guys wanted me. Yeah. And, wow. And I, I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. Well, how excited are you to – you got promoted to associate head coach five years ago and take that big step, and you've been here with Coach Drew and done amazing things to transform this program. But how excited are you to have the opportunity, with no disrespect to anyone else, but to have it be your program and to kind of get to to be the final say and to have those decisions and then help – build a program, you know, from where it is now finishing, I think, ninth in the Big 12 this year and getting to, to build that and ha- and put your personal touch on it. I am very excited to do that, but it's it's not going to be my program. It's going to be our program. And what I've learned from Scott is that you don't do this by yourself. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a team effort and everybody has a vital role and nobody, you know, I, I'm going to ultimately be the one that People, the wins and the losses, the good and bad, it's going to shine them. But I'll take all the losses and all, all the wins are going to go to the players and the staff. You know, that that's that that's what this is about, a, a family, putting a family together and us living life together. And, you know, we learned this year that it's not the, the destination or the journey, but it's the company. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be the company that we do it with. And so if you do things the right way and, you build on the one on one and oh every day, one and oh, one and oh, one and go. You know, you develop same old boring habits that championship habits. Uh, the winning part will take care of itself. And so, um, but this is this is not about me. This is us. I just happen to be given the opportunity to steward this program, but it's those players' program, and it's going it's the university's program, and it's the the K State Nation's program. And the former players and legends, you know, alumni and legends, it's it's their program. And I just I'm just happy to be a part of it. That's the kind of answer that is why everyone's excited for you. Absolutely. To go. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're yeah. sad we're losing you. That's that right there is just <laughs> the heart of you and the character of you and they're very lucky. Stepping into the uh, octagon of doom, uh, it's going to be different as the <laughs> as the head coach of the Wildcats. Different than our trips in there with Baylor, isn't it? Yeah, the students aren't going to be yelling at me. I did, I did like your announcement yesterday. You can take all that yelling that you used to do at me and do yeah. it with me now. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I'm so excited to to see them come running in and and then the 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 newspaper yep. you know, yep. up in the air when when the guys are announced and. Uh, Man, and when when they get to when they start playing, you know, Wabash Canyon, Wabash Cannonball, yeah, Cannonball, yep, yes, yep. you know, oh my goodness, I, <laughs> I, I'm gonna be, uh, it's gonna be hard for me not to start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. So, what do you, what you have to, you got some business stuff to do. What's the first order of business? Is it staff? Is it uh, get get there, meet the players? What what is the order of those things this week? Well, I've I've already been, you know. I've, I've been preparing to be a head coach for a long time, so I've had an idea of the guys I wanted to hire, and um, and thankfully some of them are 
you know, excited about coming with me. Good. And so I'm looking forward to that, uh, getting those guys on campus. I've already been talking to some of the players, uh, reaching out and, uh, you know, just just getting a lay of the land. And it's real easy to try and, you know, because people always, you have a lot of people calling about players outside the program and uh, that they, w- they want to come or, but um, I'm trying to just focus internally right now and figure out what's at home and, you know, just get all of that sure very you know solid and get a good grasp of it and then i'll expand out when you as you're preparing for all of these things and i know you probably haven't even had a second to breathe yet because i will just go ahead and announce that you agreed to do this podcast at 207 (laughs) a.m that's that's, when we got your text that's when we got your text 207 207 (laughs) a.m so that shows how busy you are and have been these past couple of Days, um, which we would like to note and thank you for being here. We need to get you some coffee. But um, 2.07 a.m., you've been going nonstop. But when you finally do maybe have a second in this whirlwind as you transition to Manhattan, Kansas, to kind of reflect on what the 19 years here at Baylor has meant. I know I'm not going to make you pick a favorite Uh, moment. I'm not going to make you pick, pick a favorite memory. But just overall... What has this meant to you as a person, as a coach, as a man, as a husband, father, as a son of, of you know, our Lord and Savior that you, you mention all the time? Just what has your time here at Baylor meant to you? So Brooke is trying to make me cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Yeah, me too. You know, Scott and I, we, we did a bunch of crying in the last few days. Um, and... Uh, you just you can't put this into words. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I, in this, we did we didn't work, we lived life, and um, the the people, the men, and women that I got to share my life with, um, they made me better. They made me want to be better. Um, you know, it was, uh, when you're around people who want you to be successful. Like they're pulling for you, they're praying for you, and you and you you they celebrate your success, and and we celebrate each other's success, and you know the the quote that's on all of our desks, it's on what is it? There's no limit to what you can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. Yeah. And you know we're just doing this thing together. It's I I couldn't have imagined doing this anywhere else, and I wouldn't have wanted to do it anywhere else. And I would not be as prepared for the next step in my life had I not been here around these men and women and uh, our staff, all the, the ones that have come and gone. And I wouldn't be as prepared and as grounded uh, to to take uh, K-State where, to where they want to go and where we want to go together. And so um, hard hard to, to, to sum that up and when I when I read things text messages from people I pause and I think about it it, it very emotional well, think about your your family here in Waco mm-hmm. I, I think seven grown up. seven was two right right seven was two when y'all came to Baylor when you came to Waco and took the Baylor job Island was about to be born right yes and so your kids have grown up here i mean this is this is home for them i mean waco's home yes it is yeah and we, ray and i today we got on our knees 
hugged and prayed and thank God that we were able to raise our kids got to go to elementary, junior high and high school in the same place. They didn't have to worry about leaving friends and making yeah. new friends. And, and that's rare. Yeah. That, that's you know, rare. Um, the blessing that God allowed us to be able to have that continue with our family, you know, and, and be around Mackenzie and Peyton and Brody and, you know, Nora and, you know, <laughs> Sammy and, yeah. you, know, you know, just, just, uh, all the kids that grew up together, yeah. you know, and they're going to be getting ready to go off to college now. And so, it, Alvin, AB always uh, tells me, Coach, you know, this is not normal what you and Scott have done, mm. right? Uh, I don't. I think this is the longest Alvin's ever been one place. Mm. And uh, so he says the reason why it's so hard for me to take another job is because I always look at it as a forever job mm -hmm. because 10 years at Heritage Christian, 19 years here, you can – I'm not a bar hopper, yeah. right? <laughs> a job hopper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know that's it's not. So it's been a blessing for my kids, and it's it's helped me. You know, there's some things I didn't have to deal with that some coaches have to deal with, with their kids. Mm -hmm. You know, and my kids didn't have to go through that, and it helped me as a father. Well, listen, Brooke mentioned this earlier. Let's go back to an earlier podcast. We've never done this before. Go no, back. We haven't had the opportunity to circle back yet. I know. So this was your, the first podcast you were on with us, and you told this great story about you and Coach Drew. People ask the question, how did you all get together? And you tell, you tell it very wonderfully. Here's part of that, talking about uh, Coach Drew calls you and says, I'm going to come and have a meal with you. I'm coming to have a meal. <laughs> Here, here that is, going back to uh, August of 2020, the podcast. So Thursday evening, Coach Drew calls me. Now, this is the third time we've talked. He says, hey, can I come have dinner at your house? <laughs> and okay. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, sure. Saturday, how about Saturday? Yes, Coach, come Saturday, but it's got to be Saturday. It's got to be late because we have a football game. It was the Heritage Christian's first football game ever we started a football program and I didn't need him walking around and people asking questions so um so I now I have to tell my wife and so I go to Ray and I tell her hey remember when I went I I went to Baylor and now the coach wants to come to the house so we go and we gather all of our money that we had we had ten dollars and 81 cents and that's what we gathered and we had a half a slab of ribs in the fridge and we went because that my father-in-law had cooked and that was a, a leftover. We went and bought another half a slab of ribs, uh, some potato salad, a loaf of bread. And that was our, that was going to be our meal for him coming over. And uh, so coach shows up while he's there. My mother-in-law shows up, my mother in love. She's the best. Like, and she doesn't, I don't know. I don't know how my mom knew who he was. I don't know how she figured it out. Um, but she said, oh, you're the coach at Baylor. <laughs> and then she starts bragging about me. And she's just unbelievable. And so then she leaves. And then Seven, who's my son, he was two at the time, he started acting up. And I took him in the back and he got a spanking and I brought him back out. And just, you know, just who we were. And then we sat down, we ate ribs and coach used his fingers, even though I had a fork and a knife for him because I wasn't sure. And he's from <laughs> Indiana. I didn't know if he knew how to eat ribs. <laughs> He used his hands and, you know, we talked when he got done, he said, Hey, um, you know, the job is yours. And he said, I don't care that you don't have your degree. We'll help you finish it. And, uh, but the job is yours. 
That is Coach Tang's remembrance of that dinner with Scott Drew. Here is Coach Drew's version of what he remembers about that most beneficial dinner. Yeah, so so um, uh, one thing my dad always said is you get to know someone when you go to their house. Who um, he, he said going to see Coach Tang and uh, spending time with his family was a great idea. Now, I would never have gone or I'd have brought the food if I, I knew uh, he tells a story that it was he only had ten dollars and I think eighty one cents or eighteen cents. I got some dyslexia in me, but uh, uh, he uh, uh he, 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 it was their last 10, 1081 he put together. And, uh, uh, I'll be honest, it was a great meal and I felt terrible afterwards hearing the story. Um, but, but I joke with him now, cause when he met with Kansas state, um, uh, I think they got more than one rib at the meal. <laughs> How about that? Isn't that remarkable? Isn't that great? I mean, you, you tell, you've been asked to tell that story quite a bit. And uh, it, it's it's uh, it's such a great story and so meaningful, right? It's so meaningful in that process of of you ending up here at Baylor with Scott. Yeah, uh, I mean, his dad, you know, being coach, being a, a great son, right? How many sons mm-hmm. listen to their dads? Yeah, right. And so how he was raised and how much he respected his father, and so his dad tells him, "Hey, go eat dinner at his house." And I mean. He follows through, and because if, if he doesn't follow through, he doesn't listen to his dad's advice. Um, I'm not here, right? And but he does, and you know we have ribs, and I actually had a fork out for him, and he didn't use the fork, and I was like, oh, this dude, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, I would have judged him. If yeah, selling yeah, point, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, I know he's from Indiana, but he knows how to eat ribs. <laughs> that is great, but yeah, you know. Um, Somebody was messing with me because, you know, uh, Gene and those guys came over my house and we Did had. Did you give them ribs? No, we had kolaches from Ooh, West, nice. from the check stop. Nice. Right. And, you know, Kenny. Oh, it was morning. Okay. Right. You know, Ken, rib. Kenny was, um, you know, he's a Baylor guy. Kenny Lanou, yeah. Yeah, yep. so Kenny Lanou was telling those guys when they were about West and oh, the yeah. check stop and how they his parents always bring them. Form. So when they got there and it was there. Oh, and how about so, that? Yeah. That, that was nice. nice. So, so somebody told me that, um, man, when you, your, your interviews where you serve food that you don't prepare at your house is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Uh, that is great. Well, awesome. so many great memories, you know, of your time here and building the program. I mean, you were you're you are the foundation of building this program, you know, with with others. But uh, and Brooke asked you what stands out the most, and you know we could. Oh, fill, that's hard. We yeah. could fill a day, you know, talking about your your top memories from there. Mm-hmm. But think about the guys that have come through here that you have impacted their lives, and they they keep coming back, which is a great sign of how much they love Baylor and love Baylor basketball. Uh, that's got to be very meaningful. Just the uh, the players that have come through here and you've impacted. Oh, yeah, no, it's been so special and. With this transition, uh, a ton of those guys, Brady Heslip, Quincy AC, Isaiah Austin, you know, Tweedy. I mean, just I can go on and on. The guys who have text, congratulations, well-deserved. Kevin Shipman, you know, Kevin came back and worked out with us before the NCAA tournament, you know, to wow. have another body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, it's just um, those guys, and to see them mature and grow and, and continue to be involved 
at Baylor and us to have a chance to continue to be involved in their lives, you know, Mamadou and I mean, yeah, I just go on and on and um we, we we've had some tremendous young men who've gone through here and they're, they're they've turned out to be great husbands and great fathers and so proud of them. Fred Ellis, I mean I'm just like they're just getting them yeah. over and, you know, just different text messages from guys just congratulating me and um, how proud they are of me and how excited and that, you know, they're going to root for K-State except for the sure. couple times <laughs> a year. Which is fair. Yeah. You understand yeah, that. I, I, I totally understand. Yeah, that is great. I, speaking of former players this morning, I was scrolling through Twitter and, of course, your name's all over that. And I saw a, a tweet from King McClure and he wrote just how great of a man and a coach and a servant leader you are. Um, and how he was going to cheer for you all but a couple of games. Um, and he said he might even get some K-State shirts to work out in. Whoa. So you might need to I could, yeah, no, no, I could, I could, mail him a shirt. Yeah, you know, I can, but, I can yeah. take care of that. Yeah. King, King sent me a very nice text. The other day he was back and we were in the weight room and just talking about God's timing on our lives and how, you know, our steps are ordered, and but they're not easy. And, mm-hmm. um you know, just as we trust him and, and he sent me the text saying, Coach, we were just talking about this. And wow. So Very cool. Well, let me add, uh, uh, Pat Nunley and I were texting, and I said, Pat, tell me your overriding thoughts of Coach Tang as he gets set to leave. And, you know, because Pat has been here your entire time and yes. longer than that. But he said, number one, 2008, when you made the NCAA tournament, he remembers you shooting out of your chair. <laughs> yes. You know, you remember that? A seven was on my lap. Oh, no. Yeah. You almost, you like, almost shot him. No, he fell lap. down. <laughs> seven was on my lap, and I jumped up, and he fell down. And yeah. It, oh. Yeah, that, that moment, you can't, like, duplicate. Yeah. Like, like nothing. Yeah. Yeah, nothing – can can replace that moment you know like winning winning the national championship that that was unbelievable but that moment like i i don't that experience that was just and the whole drama of it you know them waiting for the last right the last bracket to show and (laughs) you know and uh, yeah that was that was pretty incredible that was that's a good one so that's one pat mentioned the other one he mentioned is just priceless he remembers you and Scott hugging on the court at the end of the national championship. Mm. And that's a memory that's going to last forever. Yeah, that, that, that's my favorite picture. Yeah, that I, one's great. I, I have it. And uh, I actually was um, – I, I saw it, and I asked Miss Karen to track it down because mm. I wanted to frame it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then a few – Miss Karen, you know, she's usually really good at following through, yeah. you know. And for some reason, she wasn't getting it done. And I, I went back to her, and Coach – had gotten the picture oh. of us with the Nets after yep. making the Final Four, and then that one of us hugging and laughing, and he got it framed for me. Oh, and, oh man. Yeah. So How she was like, just that? wait. Yeah, just yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's better. It's better. Very cool. That is great. Well, we really are happy for you. And uh, uh, we're going to miss you, but know that we'll see you and know that we'll stay in touch and just wish the best for you and Ray and Seven and Island and uh, and really wish the best, you know, in your new endeavor at uh, Kansas State. And uh, know that we'll see you again and stay in touch, but uh, congratulations. Thank Absolutely. You. And the next picture that will be framed is 
you both as head coaches shaking hands. <laughs> that'll be pretty cool. That'll be now that'll be picture. cool, right? Think about that. That that's gonna be pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We might need some tissue on that. Yeah. One. <laughs> I'll I'll be on standby. Make sure we have them. Good deal, Coach Jerome Tang, our guest on the Sikkim podcast. Let's say Sikkim and Emall. And congratulations to you, Coach. Couldn't be happier. For Brooke Bednars and Coach Tang, I'm John Morris. That is this week's Sikkim Podcast. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.